<laughs> so much faster than I thought. <laughs> I thought that was that wasn't on purpose. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was at one twenty BPM and not sixty. I was, I was with you, bro. I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you give me that count off, bro. That's all I need. <laughs> all right, we're running at one hundred and twenty beats per minute here. Yeah. Um. Man, we have so many intense topics today. We have a lot of intense topics. And what what blows my mind is that um, it's like all these topics are at the all. What blows my mind is that all these topics are at the tips of everyone's thoughts. Mm, yeah, that's exactly it, actually. And yet somehow you're 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 so nuts for bringing up some of these points i'm serious up on the internet it seems like you're so nuts for even bringing this up but i'm gonna tell you also that in person when you have conversations with people Mm -hmm. they're down to have these conversations and they always most people end up agreeing almost or at least or at least hinting at the same thing that they agree on or being like yeah like i thought that was weird too but like i didn't want to talk about it yeah so it's coming to the point where let me button up out of respect to the few people that are gonna watch this (laughs) (laughs) this is a you know we're trying to keep this for the family yeah for the friends yeah no swearing yeah only if they're swearing it's gonna be meowed out it'll be meowed out um this is you're watching episode three of the houston ensemble podcast and we're really just trying to make headway here we just want to bring together all these ideas have conversations about them bring new faces on, have conversations with them, explore experiences, etc. And let me say this right off the bat because we really should have said this the first episode, which is that um, we're not interested in being politically boxed in anywhere. I'm not interested in being politically boxed in anywhere. Mm-mm. I'm not interested in being affiliated with any sort of this or that. That's not my goal. My goal is to attain to the best of my ability while I'm on this planet, you know, my version of the highest truth. That's it. I'm going to do that however I can. And if and if you don't want to be part of that with me, you know, within reason, then fine. But we're not going to be affiliated because that's not what it's about. The truth has no concern over your political whatever. The truth has no concern... For politics, it has no concern for emotions. Unfortunately, that's kind of that's kind of an ugly truth as well, right there. And it's just like, you know, what's the truth of life? Death. That is a truth. What do you think you do to death? You ask death to give you another week. 
that's not that's look you go vegan for a week you might get another week <laughs> but you know there's also not that this is a reason to not be healthy or anything like that but just think of this analogy there's a guy who smoked cigarettes all his life and eventually he was like oh my he tried to quit so many times eventually he quit and every time he was wanted to buy a pack of cigarettes he bought he saved up the money and bought a car a day later he was driving the car got in an accident and died now Golly, man. that's that's tough you know that's not necessarily related to what we're saying but in some sense it is because it's like you got to think intensely about what you're doing right now you got to think intensely about what is being presented to you what you're thinking because you don't want to wake up one day and realize you're stuck or you're in a situation that you don't want to be in yeah so this is how this is how reality crawls into existence like and this is such a rabbit hole too because who knows what is reality and what is not reality because mm. that's become a popular topic mm. like that's be- that's become a buzz topic in so many podcasts you know even the jokey ones and but we're getting to the point that we're questioning our own existence so much that we're not even sure if this is real <laughs> we're really not and you know we're driving home we're having deja vu. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> we're waking up. We're having deja vu. <laughs> you can, we're I having can see dr- black cats walk by. I'm like, I don't. Understand. We're running into old cartoon characters. We're hanging out with cartoon people. Straight up, um, there's people in this world. <laughs> no, but but for real. Um, um, is Android getting... Android princesses are sitting next to us. <laughs> God, let's let's save the android princesses for another time. <laughs> um, um, you, but you got to be practical. The deep cuts, <laughs> the deep cuts on this on this podcast, dude. You, we we still don't know about the android princesses. What's this stuff? About? We'll talk about we'll talk about that at some point. So How about this about episode six six six? Yeah. We're talking about all that stuff. That sounds good. We'll save it. Episode 666, we're talking about all that stuff. Amazing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> While all this is true, while, you know, you, you don't know what's real, you don't know if I'm alive, you're alive, what the heck's going on, why I'm sitting in front of this weird, you know, thing recording my voice so you can hear it later. It's like, yeah, it's weird. But I think (laughs) you have to be practical about it because if you're not, then it's kind of like some sort of form of nihilism and nihilism doesn't get you anywhere in my opinion. And you may as well seize the day and do what you love. Everybody knows deep, 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 deep down in your heart, in your soul that there is meaning to your existence or that you can create meaning to your existence. And 
you know, most commonly, I would say, and I think it's true for me, the, the feeling of connection with other people, also love, they're kind of one and the same, that's a huge, I think that's really the big part of existence for a lot of folks, and then of course other things. Um, the way I look at it is like, you wake up every morning, right, and you have a choice, you know, you can you can roll with the punches. That's one way of going about things. Like some people on this planet, and I, and I know these people personally, they literally just roll with the punches. Like they don't have like any particular goal or ambition, or perhaps they do, but they don't think they're worthy of it or it's worth it, and they justify it through various. And it's a lot of nihilism, like you said. Yeah, it's a lot like of nihilism involved in that sort of thinking. So, um, but then there's the, the perhaps an, a type, they would call this guy a type A, and maybe that's me, I guess. But a guy that is looking for some meaning in structure. Mm-hmm. And because the whole notion of nihilism is to be structureless, right? So you don't have any framework you work by. It's, it's just nothing matters. There's no meaning. So why try to give it meaning? But I don't see it that way because, and 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 it's like a very simple. It's a very simple thought experiment that'll get you out of this. Like you don't think, for example, you don't think you have meaning, right? Like some people are like, "What meaning do I have on this world? Like, who cares? Like, I'll just die tomorrow, right?" Well, okay, I mean, yeah, you can die tomorrow, but so you at least have a parent or guardian or friend or even pigeon friend or somebody you tesla know. had a pigeon he was in love with that he he died after pigeon counts. the pigeon died yeah you know whatever it is is like everybody has something or someone and that something or someone is also part of its own ecosystem and this 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 connection it goes deep into the roots of everybody so it's like yep even on a very practical uh, point of view, like you're actually connected to everybody. Your effect trickles down so deep. So it's like in many different forms, you, you know, you could take yeah. you, you, you are everybody in the sense of a soul. Now, maybe, maybe you don't subscribe to that. Fine. Well, we can go about it another way too. You are, you are part of everybody as uh, organic material. You know, you're part of a star that once erupted. You know what's so insane? I don't know. Not erupted, exploded. You know what's so insane to think about? There's the the one of the predominant like theories, like right after string theory. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's that we're living in a in in a multifaceted sort of geometric space time continuum. And yeah. our universe can only interact in with this prism in a particular four-dimensional fashion, which is why we live in this kind of dimensional existence. Mm-hmm. But there's five-dimensional, six-dimensional, seven, eight, nine. I don't know how far the dimensions go, 12 or something. Yeah. But, but, that, but that is like various orders of existence. So in this dimension, I think that if you're if 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 you're interacting with this universe in any way, you're literally of the universe. You're born in the universe. You die in the universe. Mm-hmm. After you die, not only are you the stardust 
right? Like Neil deGrasse Tyson says, right? Mm -hmm. You're the literally. You literally. But your consciousness is also in that stardust because your consciousness is firing waves. It pervades the. It pervades. Dude, it actually like is ocean. much m greater than your physical body because you're constantly pulsating these frequencies from your from, from your outward. Fuck, you're like excuse a me, signal from your dang signal dome on the top of your head, dude. You're just shooting signals out of you out of yourself all day. That's why psychic connection, psychic psychic communication will eventually happen. Or it I, might be, well, and know. it's ha it happened, you know. If you want to believe them, which I do, I do, you know, fine. We've, if you have a specific, and I think for us here, it's like we've had very specific earth shattering experiences that are phenomenologically true to us. And so I think when you kind of have some sort of experience like that, you're more open to these ideas of something like psychic communication or, you know, but you don't even have to go as that far as to psychic communication. But it's not even want. that outrageous though. It's really not. It's no. not that outrageous no. because you know, what's that movie? Um, it was 2016, maybe 2015. It's an alien movie about these tentacle, oh. giant tentacle aliens. Uh, with language, I know exactly what you're talking about. Language. We just watched. I just watched it recently. Yeah, I got arrival. A arrival. I got to rewatch that because when I first that watched was it, was crazy. When I first watched it in sixteen, I I didn't. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe that they were touching on this topic because it was a topic that I had held so close to my heart that not a lot of people I could really talk to about this because. I don't know what it was, man, but like this is maybe a topic for another day. But my in my graduate years at university, my graduate years were not full of many. Uh, this is not too fair to say. This is not a sweeping statement, but just not too many outside thinkers, mm -hmm. out of the box thinkers. So when I saw this in a movie, I was blown away, dude. I. Because this is a topic that I know that there will come a point where, where we will be able to psychically interpret the telekinetic imprints that we make with our emotions that pulsate from our brains. Mm -hmm. So it won't be words. It's not going to be words. It's going to be images and feelings. Mm -hmm. And with, with images and feelings, especially the feelings part, you can communicate an immense amount of data in a second. And that is a that is a bandwidth. Think yeah. about the bandwidth of communication. Right now we gotta go word by word. Right. Go word by word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I blow you up with a bunch of data psychically. And boom, you're like, That's oh a my great God. point. Like, oh, yeah. Dude. Oh. And you also what's crazy, and this is with other like emotions or thoughts as well is you understand all of the all of the data instantaneously yeah like if it were a list of 100 things you get all 101 understanding does that make sense yeah oh definitely 
you know everything about what you're thinking without yeah. even having gone through the thought. Yeah. And it's like, exactly. holy smokes. And you, that kind of plays along with what we were talking about earlier. Just the fact, our facial recognition. Yeah. Which we even think might be more than just facial recognition with our eyes. It might be a, it might be like, oh, obviously the eyes, the look, the body. There's the aura, man. But the aura, the aura. the energy pattern, the demeanor. People would say demeanor, body language, Bo- yeah, all body that. language cues, all that stuff. So it's much more than that. It's like we're not, we're not taking enough. I want to say like pride, but not really pride. We're just not being allowed to fully go with our natural selves. And I think we're actually being stifled. They're trying to stifle. Can I ask you who they is? Who they is, bro? They. They, um... You know, it's complicated, obviously. But you know what? I don't think it's complicated. You know what I think it is? I think it... Yeah. Imagine... Okay, look. Let's break it down. You're a Rockefeller. You come in this country. You're in the Wild West. There's barely any railroads yet. There's barely any banking. You're like, you know what? It's time. <laughs> I'm going to be a billionaire. It's time. You amass your wealth, you build one project, you build a second project, you build your banks, you build your another bank, boom. Next thing you know, you control half of the country. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, now you control half the country. You don't need people to be creative in their thinking. You just need people to be consumerist. You need them, yeah, and you need them to work they to, need to, fuel be your, cre- yeah. to fuel you. They need to be creative insofar as they're concerned for their well-being, they want entertainment, and they want to be soothed. <laughs> That's it. And they want something to do. They want. By the way, that goes to what we were saying earlier. They want something to do because sometimes when you get into that nihilist state and you think about your existence, you're like, wait. There's nothing to do and there's nowhere to go. No, we just, you know what? And this is another subject, which is the subject of novelty. As Terrence McKenna would say, like as a race, we're just like, and even as a universe, we're, we're approaching a a, a point of like infinite novelty, Mm. which means that like intergalactic travel. Yes. Uh, orgies with many alien ba- races, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, like psychic talking, yes. All of the above is yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, but more, 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 more. It's like, and then eventually to the point where like we are all one because we like this that, Borg thing, you know? That yeah, I w- I was gonna say that just reminded me. I had a thought, very influenced in a certain experience, and it's like. Where are we going? Yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah. What is what does progress mean? Obviously, yeah. we obviously I know what the definition of progress is, but it's like, why is that what we keep doing? It's like we have nothing else to do, so we're like, let's just get get better and better. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all, but um, it's like, does it 
where does it lead to and does it stop but i like how you put it just there it's like we be just become one it's like yeah we just what is it just like if you think about it it's like coalescence what's social media 2.0 gonna be i'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> we're in a vr room it's high res, podcast it's high res photorealistic 3d scanned uh yeah. objects all over they're interactive they the sensation uh, sensa- uh, haptic suits more advanced haptic suits only 699 you can finance it if no even a deal. suit if even a, a suit Probably it could not. be it could be just a neural injection just, we already got it could be we already neural. got gertrude from uh, uh, elon go- musk our <laughs> our prized um gertrude, pi- the pig dude. with neuralink um, <laughs> yo Pig, you know that episode of Rick and Morty where the dogs take over the world? Yeah. Yo, let the pigs have some, let, let, give them an island at least. Give them a government. Give them some supplies. Let them create their own world for once. Let the pigs have their own world. Let's make a you deal with the selfish. pigs. We c- eat and kill some of their brethren, but we're decreasing it over the span of 20, 30 years. We're going to decrease it, right? Yeah. And then in about 20, 30 years, we'll have, like, really good laboratory-grown beef and pork, right? We already have that. We got the Impossible Burger. Yeah, but that's not a burger, man. That's not. I wouldn't say that's really, really good. And no, it's not. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like it. I'll uh, eat it. No, actually, it is tasty. I was thinking more, like, good as in, like, a... Qual- maybe a quality thing. I'm not all elk and shit. <laughs> I'm not all gun on meat. I'm not all about like elk and whatever. You know. Elk. What I'm you know what? That's that's. Um, he does it sustainably. I'm all for it. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, but no. If you if you if you have livestock or if you have a, yeah, yeah. a, a wilderness, you know, whatever acres. Here, let me read this for a second. Neuralink, Elon Musk unveils pig with chip in its brain. This came out. Uh, a little bit ago, 29th of August, I was hoping to eventually talk about it a little bit. But basically, Elon Musk unveiled a pig <clears throat> named Gertrude with a coin-sized computer chip in her brain to demonstrate his ambitious plans to create a working brain-to-machine interface. It's kind of like a Fitbit in your skull with tiny wires, says Elon Musk. Uh, you can see the article here. You can go read it for yourself. That's this is on BBC. That's very cute how he puts it. That's very cute. It's like a Fitbit. It. Oh, it's like um, uh, you know what this is? You want neural? You know? You want to know what Neuralink is? Step one. It no. It's it's his trap card because he is one of the few people on this planet that I believe is nightmarishly afraid of an AI takeover. I think he's think? way more concerned about the AI takeover <laughs> than like anyone on that billionaire list. I feel like... Wait, Warren Buffett, Jeff Bezos, don't give a rat's pajamas about that. I think maybe more than concerned, I would just use the term aware. 
No, he's concerned. Is he concerned? I've yeah, I heard, concerned. only remember him talking about it once, and I was just like, I've seen he vir- seemed virtually every other interview he does. He's like, yeah, I I try to approach government about it. You're I right, try to right. approach did, people did, about it. I remember nobody that part listens now. to me. That's true. Nobody listens to me. They're like, yeah, yeah it sounds right. bad. We need to be careful. Yeah. And they don't do anything. And mix that, see, mix this uh, AI and this extreme brain software, mix this with some Boston Dynamics robots. Well, that's what I'm saying. That are like it's freaking. Trump card because <laughs> we need to at least be able to uh, biomechanically Com- integrate ourselves. That's good. Compete with. Compete with what's about to happen. Because let me tell you guys. Yeah. I see in 20, 30 years, most most jobs are gone. If you don't have sure. some sort of brain enhancement or you're investing into a brain enhancement, just like people invested into Whoa. TVs. You know how crazy TVs were for people in the 30s? Yeah. And 40s? I don't even know if TVs existed in the 30s and 40s. I mean, that stuff blew people away. And... And that feeling, we haven't really had that feeling with technology in a while. You know why? Because business introduces technology at a much lower rate than it is being produced by government and research facilities. Okay. You think we just had 8K? Dude, we've had 8K for like 30 years. Mm. You know. You know, now, now we get retail 8K oh, TVs. I yeah. Now I'm yeah. catching on to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not. I mean, and you can listen to other people talk who, just for example, you know, say they were in certain branches of the military, say they were in certain secret parts, and listen to what they have, and it's like, what? Yeah. Now, if you watch some Gaia Network. <laughs> And you check out my boy David Wilcock <laughs> and listen to Cosmic Disclosure. We've got we've got everything. We've got literally everything. Now, I'm not gonna even go with that, but we you, could though. We could. That's it's episode like, four, maybe. <sighs> Look, yo, we we, I, we need to bring up some hardcore, like more hardcore evidence on that. No, we're gonna go deep on aliens, um, probably next next episode. That sounds good. We're gonna talk about, you know, how we talked about like the 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 race. We talked about the race towards something as a race. Yeah, progress. As a race, we race. You know, what as I'm a saying? race, as a race of humans, that, as a. That's why. It's, that's why it's called a race. Because if time... Oh. There we go. That's why it's called we're a race, good. because we're racing towards unity. You know? And that's why it's... I'm, t- I'm telling you, man. Rick and Morty is so brilliant. Rick and like, Morty is right people there. People don't realize how many layers of, like, psychedelic... Or ritual or or magic rhetoric there is in that cartoon. These writers are very 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 um, learned. <laughs> they're very learned and they're very aware of the culture and they're very understanding of of the levels of 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 meaning in in everything in words in images in mainstream media in culture in religion in politics and it really blows me away. But 
they they talk about these things and uh, <laughs> well, what was I talking about just now? <laughs> progress, progress, yeah, progress. Um, it's built in to 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 the our race. psyche, to our genetics. Yeah, it, that's true. I I definitely would agree with that. And <sighs> like you know. unity is an entity in this cartoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rick, that's Rick crazy. Actually, he, he, that's a weird one. And he's so brilliant that this unified being wants to copulate with with him. You know, it's it's just like a silly little satirical way of looking at the idea. Yes. And see, this is a point that we want to get to, and a point that we, that we need to get to. That's next episode. Aliens, Alien. unity, cosmic level. Yes, and, but um, your ego, you. I like the ego topic. When you are unified, there is no ego, and that's you know one of the hardest things to yeah get rid of. That's one of the hardest things to work with because it affects our decisions and every single thing, and we're seeing so much ego work right now actually in the guise of being egoless yeah does that um, make sense yeah well see this is what i the way i see it is that we actually made so much progress uh, yeah in the western world the western world was like built on the very archaic nature of man you know, and and that is the nature of man that we still have not superseded, that we still are really confided by. Nor will we ever really supersede unless, until we Attain break away from our natural state. But even if we attain unity and the natural state, we'll still be doing it. Then we would, yeah, we on would. a cosmic level. Sure. On an intergalactic, interdimensional. Sure, world. actually, yeah. So we'll. It's like it's like the imperative of consciousness, not just nature, but consciousness. People say, "Well, you know, evolution." It's like evolution was. To, I'm not that impressed with the concept of evolution. I'm like, yeah, maybe it's just because I'm so used to it. But it's just like, obviously, obviously, we're trying to attain. Um, a higher level a higher level of existence that's all we do ever yeah that's a great way to put it so but the ego is, is the part of it that is kind of in the way it limits our existence no doubt about that and it it always limits our progress and we're seeing it in all facets we're seeing it in we're seeing it in the current sickness. We're seeing ego work. We're seeing it in our politics. We're seeing it in people judging each other's actions. Uh, we're seeing it even in our speech, in the censorship of the words that come out of our mouth. Imagine... Most people who are watching this or who are, you know, like around our age probably had to read books uh middle school high school like you know 1984 that's a cliche example 
something like the giver it's a little more sinister um where like censorship is such a big topic and everybody you know we get upset when we talk about it in those books but when we're in the real world and it happens it's kind of like those consequences that you're not awake to i mean i think this is easier to be awake towards but you're gonna the people who are really adamant right now about the censorship of speech and whatnot they're gonna eventually wake up and be like oh dang like now i'm stuck because i and it has to do with what i was saying earlier and you wake up one day and you don't even realize when the effects have arrived. Let's talk about a specific story. Okay. There are so many stories Yeah. that are all about this, but we're going to choose a recent one. And this is a story that's coming from USC, the University of Southern California. Shouts out shouts out to the Trojans. I'm an alumni. God bless y'all out there in LA right now. God bless everybody in LA. I it's uh rough out there. I was there the day Kobe died. Really? My USC audition was the day that he died. <laughs> really? But you know what? That's the audition crazy. went well, so that's fine. Thank you, Kobe. All right, so USC Marshall professor replaced after using a Chinese term that sounds similar to the N-word. Now, I actually knew what this was when I first heard it, like the N-word that they're referring to. And I'm assuming a decent number of people do. Yeah. If you've ever had a lot of Chinese friends, which I have. Likewise. It's like... Yeah, it's a word in their language. It's not related to our N word in any way. It's not even remotely related to our right. N-word. And it this doesn't... this professor was basically, you know, lecturing on filler words or you know, in this case, this specific filler word, but filler words in general. And the way that he pronounced according to this article, uh was pronou- he pronounced the word exactly like like the n-word with an a on the end that's what it is though right that's the actual that's how chinese it sounds word. and w- i'll go to a video after this where oh man a chinese person i'm not the, don't put the video on okay we won't we'll link the video we'll link the video that's i don't want to be part of this that's a much better idea yeah yeah, yeah. there's a lot actually it's crazy because you can't even so you like can't if I had even, a word in my language that sounded like an English word, like like it sounded like condoms or whatever. Like, think of some, there are probably some English words that are extremely offensive in another language. For sure. With the, amount of langu- with the amount of languages there are. Yeah, there's, over, there's thousands of languages. There's a high likelihood in the amount of words there are. Oh, man, it's so ridiculous that this guy would i i have nothing to say other than guys like get your stuff together like this e- this, this is, amount of ego is insane because there's no chinese person i'm willing to bet my my savings there's no chinese person that would read into this story know about the professor that would be that 
offended by this. I'm willing to put money that some non-Chinese people were the ones that made a rave about the situation. Can we find out who made a rave about the situation? <laughs> listen, listen to this paragraph that I just stumbled upon. All right. Um, I'm not even. I'm not even giving the context for the paragraph within the article, but this is just a new paragraph. Our mental health has been affected. It is an uneasy feeling allowing him to have power over our grades. We would rather not take his course than to endure the emotional exhaustion of carrying on with an instructor that disregards cultural diversity and sensitivities and by extension creates an unwelcome environment for us black students. Okay, so this was written by some sort of black student association or something like that. Uh, let me read. Let's okay, see. okay, okay, okay. We give him the word. Give him the word. Give him the word. I give it. What do you mean? Give him the word. Fire him. Fire him. Oh, fire the professor. Fire him. Fire the professor. He's fired. <laughs> Done. He was. And what's did interesting? Got, did that guy deserved. This is the. This is the teleological argument right here. Ready? This is it right here. Okay, what does the metaphysical scale say? You're firing this guy, okay, for for how it affected you, made you uncomfortable. This guy lost his livelihood over you, over your ego. What is the metaphysic, metaphysical scale saying? What's more worth it, your bruised ego or this guy's livelihood? And if your decision is my bruised ego... Uh, you don't have my vote. You don't have... You shouldn't have anybody's vote because we shouldn't... That's just not how it should be. I want someone to watch this and like and pin me down with this yeah. clip. I want somebody to ruin my <laughs> career with this clip. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I hope. I mean... I'll, great. I'll bring the thunder to you. The amount of Armenian and Jewish legal gurus <laughs> I know, they'll destroy you, dude. Bring it on. The amount, yeah, and the so amount. They want to play this game. Yeah, and the Russian girls. The words, words, Frank Zappa said it. It's just words. Yeah, words. And, you, you know, by doing this, and we see it all the time. You give the word power. And you by never do that. Who's to say and you know, along with all this, we we change words all the time. And we change the meaning of them quickly. Not even not even really that slow. because um, you know, I remember the Spanish word for the N word black, the Spanish word sounds very close too. Are we gonna eliminate that? Why shouldn't we? Or even the even I mean it's coming from Latin. It's coming from Latin. The way that the Chinese say that word that sounds like the N word with the A at the end, that's the that's the cultural version. That's the that's the music genre right, version right, right. of that's that word. The that's the chill version. That's the pop culture version of that word, okay? And so we're gonna eliminate that. Let's eliminate the one that sounds like black. Right. Let's just keep going down the list. And what's to say? And like, where where does this distinction come in that even 
the spelling of a word matters. Yeah. Like the uh, the inflection. No, because language is not even a very powerful form. It's very low bandwidth communication. It's low, yeah. So you have to deal with some consequences of language empirically. And if you can't deal with it, then wait till we can be psychic and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Because you're not ready to communicate with you know, adults. Honestly, one, a great thing about being psychic, once we're psychic, once we can understand somebody without having to yeah. put things into words, we're... We're going to be like just exponentially on a path to oneness. Thank you so much for bringing that up. And that was, a, I totally forgot. It's like, that's one of the many things that will heighten uh, our race. Yeah. Like ex- exponentially. Like you shared said. experience. It's yeah. like shared experiences, shared, tri- you know, tribulation. Even. See, that's how we got down to the singularity route right now. Yeah. This is what, see, we're doing it right now. We're justifying the, the unity. Right. Yeah. Um, it's funny, but ironic, you know? And it's all it's all good. But that's what we're saying. There's just this proclivity, I feel like, like, you know, even on our governments, in our yeah. governments right now, you know, it's, it's like we try, but we can't. Man, where we, are we at? We got more. How long are we going right now? Um, like four, 40 minutes. 40 minutes? We got at least some more minutes. We got on a you. little. We got a little bit more on you. <laughs> There's some. Uh, you know. Okay. We're in a chaotic. We're we're in a chaotic time. Yeah. Mega mega chaos. Low. Everybody's messed up on work. Little work. Everybody's trying to reap this unemployment, which is not a bad thing. We need it. We actually need it because of what's happened to the job market right now. Um, you know, we've got an election coming up. Pretty opportune time for all this to happen as well. Yeah. Uh, we've got candidates who we'd rather not have, and it's probably one of the most divisive times ever, especially like in the political realm, in even the presidential uh, race and I was speaking to somebody today and we're just saying you know jokingly his grandpa asked him who are you going to vote for and he was like I'm going to write in my brother because I don't care and it's it's horrible and he's like wow well that's a vote for Trump because you're just wasting your vote and you need to be voting for Biden because Who said that? This guy, my friend's grandpa. Oh. And my friend retorted with you know a statement about he truly cannot support any he can't support either side in good conscience. And I mean, I agree with him completely. Yeah. You can't support either of these sides in good conscience. There is no lesser evil. That's a a, a made up that is so statement made up. That's to so made up. get him elected, Joe Biden, get Joe Biden elected. And where as I've been saying, and I'm glad I can finally say this on a recorded thing, where's the support for a person? Our candidate like Joe Jorgensen, 
Okay. She's pretty much all everybody ever wants. She's a libertarian, but if you go look and see what that means and what she stands for, it's what you're talking about. And I'm talking to you, and I'm talking to you, and it's like everybody. Anyway, she's it's also a woman. I'm ready for a woman president, a female president. Great. Um, I haven't seen any female specifically lifting her up or supporting her. And I think, you know, we support stuff that is weird and then we don't support stuff that actually matters. Yeah. All the time. All the time. And, you know, look at Joe Biden right now Uh, was, you know, incognito or just, you know, at home, staying low. For a long time. And then he comes out. And then he he interviews Cardi B. And if you watch the interview and you're me, you're like, wow, this is is just weird. And why is he interviewing her? Why is Cardi B the spokesperson for uh, America? Okay, so why is Trump the spokesperson of America, right? So you can ask that question. You mean as and you president? You can also ask the question, what are we doing talking to Cardi B? I'll tell you what we're doing talking to Cardi B. Well, I know what we're doing talking to Cardi B too. We're getting, but... we're getting hits, bro. Uh-huh. We're getting likes and hits on the net, bro. We're trying to reach the youth population, man. We got to have Cardi B, of course. Uh, Latino mixed race young beautiful rap star and female female and you know of course we gotta do a little biden thing with her i mean it's do do we understand that the absurdity is just is universal it's ubiquitous in politics right now is the absurd absurdity there's no other person outside of the u.s thinking oh yeah yeah biden yeah he's like an angel compared to everybody else it's like nobody's going to have that conversation with you. Yeah. I'm not saying, and, and why am I not, why am I supposed to be forced into a position to vote for either one of them? Yeah. What is that manipulative psychological entrapment that you're doing on me that you're telling me that like the same, well, like with Hillary, like I told people I'm not voting for her. No, I, I'm not going to do it. You go look into it. I, I'm going to sound like edgy bravo right now. <laughs> look into it. I can't pronounce the English way of saying it because it's one of those taboo words that you can't say. Edgy bravo. Okay. Uh, and guess what's going on right now? Every cool liberal is like, oh, yeah, Hillary, she's, she's garbage, man. Yeah, I can't believe that I ever blah, blah, blah. Or like, yeah, I'm glad she's not running, blah, 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 because she's so unpopular. It's like, yeah, right, dude. You were putting me on the stake four years ago for not right. wanting to vote for her. Right. Like, what is wrong with, with our society that we're so inclined to, to bite each other's throats? We're not trying to be each other's friends, but we're so concerned about the politics that's going to help our communities. Mm-hmm. We, don't even, we don't even know how to talk to each other, and we're so concerned. It's like the, the amount of ego absurdity is what we're... I, I'm trying to connect this to. It's like, forgive me for sounding a little heated, but man, it's it's nuts. Out it's here. insane. 
Yeah. Um, it's insane. And don't, you know, don't tell me I'm well. You're this if you don't do that. No, dude, I'm my own person. You're your own person, and you do not have to follow what anybody says. And you shouldn't either. And you really God bless shouldn't. your heart. You really shouldn't do what anybody says. You should really be going by your personal experience, your personal knowledge, and you should be able to back up whatever you say. That can be hard sometimes, no doubt about that. But it's like, you th- if you think something, ask yourself why you think it. And I'm not saying... I'm not saying that from a holier than thou standpoint. It's like, I always do that and I'm the best at it. I'm just saying like, <laughs> I really try to do that. That's for sure. Yeah. And I'm always thinking about it. And like we said the other day, it's like, you know, you're. it's like, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to stand up for, it's like the USC thing. It's like, uh, can we just can we just deal with can we just move on it's can we talk about it's trying can we talk about let's it let's have or, a forum about it let's have a forum a let's Socratic have a democratic forum right and oh, is know. that is that too is that too uh um what is it called is that white supremacist to say uh socratic is that white supremacist? why why would it i don't know i don't know because it's a it's a western idea <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think that is. I no, think, I'm just trying to be careful with what I'm saying here. You know? Yeah, well, uh, you know, you need to be. As I said the other day, it's like I was told recently you can't say the word blacklist when talking negatively about uh, yeah. when something is blacklisted. You know why? Because it's so clear. Well, it's yeah, it's obvious on that. They would rather use more. You know, nebulous language. Yeah. Which, look, it's like, okay, I get the sentiment. Their heart is actually in the right place. It's like there are these pieces. I'm like imagining it as pieces right now. We got a sentiment. We got your heart in the right place. But the practicality and the um, actuality... It's just like, and and then, oh, and then on top of that, it gives power to something negative because you are creating that negativity. You're manifesting that negative. Manifesting the the negativity. We're manifesting negativity right now. Yeah. Even, even in something as, as simple, but profound, like a 12 step program, you cannot suppress the issue. You cannot suppress the demon. Mm. If you're doing that, you're cheating. You're you're really not being you're not being, and I want to be sensitive how I say this to you, to all the brothers out and sisters out there you know doing it, but you can't fight the demon unless you face it, mm-hmm. and you need to want to fully. And you need to you want need to, to be that. personally ready for whatever you that is. You need to be personally ready. So if if you're if you're giving if you're letting if. It's like when you're trying to forget about a trauma or you're trying to destroy uh, the yeah. power of trauma, you must face it and then just like be at peace with it. But if you create the pulse of negativity from each interaction with that trauma, 
your that trauma will just be there forever. Mm-hmm. It's like being obsessed about you. Somebody dying is bad. Being obsessed about a breakup, for example, mm-hmm. also bad, right? It's yeah. the same psychic, uh, psychological idea. And then that's just going to manifest into other things. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of that today. That's it. We're seeing a... That's how you... That's it. That's what it is. We're seeing a global, or at least how about a national trauma... Yeah. ...from a breakdown in the family. (laughs) (laughs) We got a divorce rate that's greater than 60%. A divorce rate that's greater than 60%. I mean, look, man, I don't want to go too deep. Maybe I'll save this for another podcast. You yeah, know? but I, I've had the, the occasional relationship, you know, that I like put that feeling into me, which is that like, you know, there's 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 definitely amount of an, an, an amount of interpersonal skills that have significantly dwindled in recent years. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. You can attribute that dwindleage to many factors one of them being this one yeah you know another you know what uh, that thing and just uh, an overabundance of stimulus and an and an and over inclination towards uh the practicality of things the brevity of things well i just want things to deliver to me well, I, you know, I just want things to be automatic. I'd rather not have to press this button twice. Yeah. You know, and, and it's and it's been seeping into our social consciousness, mm-hmm. which is why I think is one of the main reasons. And this is a, why would you want to stay with a person and work things out when, you know, it's just, you don't have to. He's like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You know, but what is the importance of maintaining interpersonal connections why is it significant that the divorce rate is over 60 percent why i mean it's significant because it's affecting how children grow up that's that's the first thing because when we hear oh 60 percent divorce rate we're like oh that yeah that's really bad why though yeah why yeah why is a great question yeah yeah and it's affecting you know the development of children in a household and we know for sure psychologically that having two parents is better than having one parent and having a role model from each side is just as important having a male role male role model and having a female role model is wildly important you know but but why should you be labeled why should somebody say because i'm going to be that guy right now right well, how come two mothers can't do it? You know, how come two fathers can't do it? You know, that's a question. Right. Well, the thing is, I mean, and I, I'm glad I'm glad you asked. Okay. Now, <laughs> uh, a little bit of a caveat because it's like I can't give you that 100% because I wasn't raised by two mothers for yeah. 22 years. Right. We would need that perfect entirety of life, right. almost 23. Um, but it, I, for some pretty formative years mm-hmm. it's like i was raised by two mothers mm-hmm. probably the most formative but who's to say what is most and what is not most formative i think all of it's important mm-hmm. your life growing up um i think if you are raised by two people of the same sex you just need to be adamant about having that 
opposite sex role model. And I think I definitely found that Mm -hmm. in other places Mm -hmm. with not having a a dad, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's not the same as having a dad. That's for sure. Because you have that connection, you're like it's that yeah. blood, that yeah. blood connection, and it's that really that's that's the that's the factor son. that if you really just go to the the the, the bare bones factor of it, it's just it's the blood, the natural. Yeah, you always blood, come back dude. to the natural. No, yeah, well that that's the thing. It's like In everything. We should never be ashamed of that because and it's yeah. one of the most incredible things about particularly our sentient existence. Is yes, that, is that biologically. Na- Mother Nature Gaia driven factor, <laughs> and um, so yeah, man, and uh, it's the blood thing. It's just there's nothing like a father, and there's nothing like a mother. Totally, and that's not di- that's not diminishing anybody. No, that's not diminishing two mothers, two two fathers. That that is not diminishing that. No. It's just some. It's just kind of like saying, like, well, like, if I'm not, uh, you know, if I'm not six foot five, I'm not six foot five. You know? Yeah. If I'm not six foot seven, I'm not six foot seven, six foot two, or five foot three, or four foot nine. I'm not those things. It's like you're just not. It's okay. And you know, maybe in these scenarios, like, I don't know about this so often. Obviously, I'm sure it happens plenty. But maybe let's say you have two mothers and they know the father. And one of the mothers had the child of the father. Well, maybe the mothers could raise him and the father could raise him, but separately. Yeah. Him or her. And then as I'm saying this, I'm like, sounds like a hassle. Sounds like it's not organic, Mm. which worries me Mm. about the upbringing. Does this make us let's let's like let's address it. Does this make us conservative in our in our in our in our framework? Right. I don't see anything conservative the thing about is, this. I don't know why this is in, inflated or or like conflated with conservatism. The necessarily the notion that there's like this sort of like genetic bond, you know, that exists. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and that there's of equal parts importance to a, a a blood father and a blood mother. Yeah, because let's just be but, bold about it. There was a sperm in an egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a sperm <laughs> in an egg. That's true, um, but that doesn't go to that doesn't mean that if you don't have this, you're not gonna turn out well. No, that's for sure. No, it's just more pain for the person. <laughs> yeah, maybe more pain. It's just more pain. Um, maybe trauma yeah traumas that man because you can lose a parent in many in In many ways infinite number of ways that might manifest later but also having two parents does not guarantee that you also won't have any traumas it's very complex it's very complex it's very complex but But that does not mean be willy-nilly no it's not mean that's what that's what it is it's like the the argument is that you can't just be like well nothing whatever yeah that nihilist go back to nihilist that's what it says like I remember being much younger, you know, like ten, like a decade ago. I was 17, you know, and I was thinking like I was very, very brash in some of my nihilism. Mm-hmm. You know, but it never gave me happiness. You know, it that, never will. That nihilism never gave me happiness. And that's how I learned early on that like 
from being poor to like like lifting myself up and like knowing how to like sustain myself is like nothing really changed nothing really changed um you have to you are not i'm gonna go off of that yeah it's a little different but you're not if you think about it there's no meaning which is nihilist if you think about it logically rationally blah 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 blah. there's no meaning to this existence so you got to be the bigger person and create your own meaning yeah and that's exactly in you it's in you it's in us it's in everybody everybody everybody's an artist everybody's a a whatever yeah whatever they want to be everybody can create and actually creation is kind of at the end of the day yeah like the the only thing to do yeah which is also kind of looping back to we're always trying to go for higher existence and even yeah. art is higher art. existence art is like yeah in some sense the highest it is physical existence because yes. it taps so deeply at life you know if yourself. you think about it the culinary arts is the highest form of our taste sensation right right, right. the yeah. visual arts is yeah, the highest yeah, yeah. form of our visual mm. sensation musical arts is the highest form of auditory yes sensation, yes etc etc and textiles is the highest form of our you know like touch touch you know art you know there's the fashion and all that stuff you know like text textural art yeah working or building clay yeah statues all that stuff and it's like we're 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 incredible beings because we've developed the power to manifest the highest level of these senses. Maybe our sixth sense is our one that goes with technology. That could be our sixth and, sense, and and maybe uh, and then our seventh psychic. sense will be psychic. You or maybe know. that. Maybe I That's think those mixture, two are yeah. almost like mixed. Yeah, in a weird way. So, but I I don't know. We're we're lately very obsessed, but there's like we're also seeing the 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 the, the action reaction of it's like there's this. There's this surge for the natural now. There's like this wave of people in response to the miscommunication, the misinformation, and also the technological obsession. There's a wave of people that want to do ayahuasca trips. Yeah. And they want to go to the <laughs> jungle and they want to go off grid. Yeah. And there's people on YouTube. There's like like big channels, you know, um, uh for for the sake of not like giving them any negative attention but there's big channels where people are saying like yeah man you might have to move out of big cities or you might have to move out of your city like you want to get away where things are just rough Mm -hmm. like people are losing their minds and and we need to calm down they are and we need to understand that when you go inwards and kind of like figure out you know where the common denominator is we need to figure that out. Go in. And with that, <clears throat> we're going to go out. We're going to go out. <laughs> this was episode number three, Houston Ensemble number three. Um, you're either in or you're out. And we'll see you on the next episode. Wait, one, two, three.